0: All right, so instead of doing the live stream, we're gonna record this. I just wanted to kind of go over my reactions to Steamforge came out with a video message of Guild Ball and the 10-year history of their company. And of course, Steamforge can't really talk about their 10-year history without uh, without talking about Guild Ball. It's what put them on the map, it's what made them famous. So I'm gonna go through their video, talk about kind of what happened and my point of view, because obviously we have a podcast that started. Um, about Guild Ball. That was our main topic. And probably through episode like 75, that's almost exclusively what we made as far as content. And then obviously the game died. And then we did some God Tier, little X-Wing, a couple other things, but we eventually found our way home to Malifaux. So I think we, we got to do our du- due diligence and check this out and see what they have to say. So... We'll go ahead and get started with the video. Before that, though, just background, Steamforge killed the game in COVID. I'm sure they were scared about their company, didn't know what was going on with everything, and um, they wanted to just kind of survive. So they ended up, after kind of prolonging what was happening, not a lot of action from the company with the game, they decided to end it. Uh, They ended up coming out with a letter essentially to the community that was not well received, they basically blamed the community, saying it, we were too competitive, we didn't allow for a lot of design space, and everything was either crap or great or overpowered, and they just could not do the game anymore. It wasn't essentially worth their time. Uh, I took that to mean as they got quick money doing things like Dark Souls and didn't feel like wasting money on Guild Ball, which probably wasn't making them as much money as they wanted to. As you're going to hear them say in this video, it was a labor of love, not making money. So we'll see what they have to say and then we'll uh, stop it as it goes on.
1: Hi, I'm Matt, this is Rich, and we are here as part of our 10-year celebration? Anniversary? Yeah. 10-year doodad.
2: 10-year anniversary, of Yeah, so
1: right. I think one of the things that, that we wanted to really spend some time on is is where it all began which was which, which was with Gilball mm-hmm. and uh, as part of the the 10-year anniversary we've been planning something sorry if the um, video is a little choppy obviously cool. mm-hmm. and uh, I'm looking forward to to sharing it with everyone and seeing how um, seeing how people you know get on with it and, and hopefully have a lot of fun with it um, I do think there's something that's worth addressing though so obviously Gilball is um, <laughs> currently parked in terms of development for us and Dead, that buried. announcement didn't go down terribly well and I think no. that's well look that's on me I wrote the uh, I wrote the announcement and I think the the message I was trying to convey wasn't the message that was heard and, and that's on that's on me quite frankly it's, and a, it's
2: on both it's a, you know we um, you know when we when we put that message out you know we we didn't Didn't ever intend to blame the community, and and I think that's what was taken from it. And you know, we're we're sorry for that, you know, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. That was not what we wanted, and you know, I think at the time, I wish we would have gone back and talked about that and and explained it. And we chose to say nothing, and it
0: was the wrong call, you know. Well, so this kind of the funny thing about this, all right, they're saying like. We don't know exactly what we should have done. We decided to keep mute on it. Uh, clearly, the letter was not well received. There was, I mean, including us, like we recorded that day and talked about how, how much crap this was. And we were pretty furious, uh, just trying to wrap our heads around what this meant as a community. And they they've pretty much been silent on this for four years now. I mean, we're in we're in 2024 this happened in 2020 and they're now just saying that whoops are bad I don't think that's good enough it's like we're, we're gonna see what else they have to say but four years of just silence it, it to me it seems like you killed the game you blame the community and you just until this I, did, I never thought this video was going to come personally I thought they were just like yep guild ball's done community doesn't matter we'll just take our losses there and make our money somewhere else so We'll see what else they say but it definitely that that was the impression they gave
1: it was tough though because that that was a that was a tough time mm. for everyone on the in the world as you know COVID was starting to run riot through. lame excuse you know lame through excuse everyone and every, no one really knew what was going on no um and we you know misfielded the message and then we didn't really know what to do and one of the things that i've always believed in is if you don't know what to do doing nothing is the best option, but I do think that is not instance, true doing and saying nothing
0: meant that doing nothing is not always the best, best thing to do. There's time, like there is times where it's like, okay, let's wait this out and kind of see what starts to develop. That would have been good if they decided to, you want to know what we don't know if we want to end the game. COVID's kind of like in this wishy-washy place. Are we going to be doing this forever? Are we not? Uh, we're scared about COVID let's pause development. And they could, lots of companies did that. They said, we're going to pause development. We're going to see kind of what happens, what the market is. We got to get, you know, uh, all our shipping stuff taken care of again. It's going to be a little slow. Just don't freak out. They could have done the same thing. They could have been like, we're going to put Guild Ball at a pause and we'll figure it out. Right. But instead they just killed it off. Like almost right when the pandemic happened, it wasn't even like, a year into it, you know, some companies were still struggling a year. They just decided to, it's almost like they used it as an excuse. They used the community and COVID as an excuse to kill it off. Obviously, they didn't stop the development of all their other games. So, don't, you know, don't treat us like children. Give us the real info. The game wasn't making money for you to keep pursuing it. Tell us that's the reason instead of COVID in the community and other things. The
1: We lost a voice in in the Mm. conversation that was going on and yeah no i'm 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 pretty sad about it have been ever since and um we let people down yeah you
0: look real sad that was
2: the sad bit we let people down you know and this game means so much to us it's the heart of what we started we wouldn't be sorry now so you ripped the heart out and and doing what we do now if it wasn't for you know the people the community around guild ball that started all this off and you know and it did hurt (laughs) at the time and then i think it's you know it's
0: you guys started us off. We really believe, believe, like, love you guys. You guys are the heart. Guild Ball is the heart of our company. And we just ripped it out and made our money and just said, see ya. That's kind of what that all means right there.
2: We want to try and start to, to fix that. You know, well, I, I think so. That's I, good. because,
1: you Because know, despite how, how much it sucked, it, it was still the right decision for, mm. for, the, for, the, for the company and for the team uh, overall. But it does mean that we're now in Why? a position. Why? Why was to, that the right decision? To, to do something. They like still that. haven't told
0: us. Yeah,
2: like you know, when we made a ball, it was, we we never intended it to. And it sounds daft, but it wasn't a commercial thing. It wasn't something we thought about the, how we sell the product. And how we do that. We were two guys with an idea. We you know we played a lot of games like War Machine. I can be- I can believe and, they got over yeah, their we, heads. We Just enjoyed gaming, and you know we felt like we could bring some to the market and yeah. and do something between us and. And that was the in the starting point, you know. And well,
1: we've talked quite a bit, haven't we? You know, as as part of our planning, and certainly as part of like the messaging that we want to share, is is you know recognizing that that path that we've been on, because we're now getting involved with companies who are making the mistakes that we were making way back when we first yeah. started. It's, it, it's it's easy to do, and you don't know everything when you. Set I'd out say killing off thing, your main game is cool a pretty big big and mistake. For it. And um, I think. I I know we're different people, mm. um, and we're certainly yeah, set ev- up differently. Everybody is. We're certainly organised differently. Um, still, many familiar faces, but I think we're ten years older, ten years wiser, and you know it's, it's, certainly recognise the mistakes that we don't want to ever make again.
2: Yeah, and it's it's more than me
0: and you now, you know. The- well, a mistake. I, I would hope they don't make a mistake like this again. But I mean, I would argue they don't have a game like Guild Ball right now. They have all these board games and IPs and they're making minis, but they don't have a game like Guild Ball. Guild Ball was so monstrous. They, I think they lost control of that monster and they didn't know how to put the genie back in the bottle to a way that would satisfy numbers as far as making money. And they just, in order to satisfy Guild Ball, they would have to put so much more money into the company, I feel, that, I don't, I don't know, they just, they... What they still haven't expressed this uh, to us, but they just—you have to believe—they weren't making enough money, and they were making way much, way more money than on those IPs and board games than they were on Guild Ball, and it just wasn't worth the amount of money they were sinking into Guild Ball.
2: C4 oh, yeah, has sure. grown to to having multiple layers in in the company with lots of you know familiar faces, but also. They've also grown with the company. You know, mm. we've got people with us now that have been here for, you know, seven, eight years, you know, coming on. Started on this cool game, got big think, and then dropped you know, it. As Guildball, you know, it was the right call to end, you know, and development at that time for the business. It's a hard call to do, you know, when we had to do it. Oh, we God, it wasn't pleasant. It wasn't at pleasant all. at all. And and so now, you know, fast forward that the decision was
0: No, don't fast forward. Why? Why was that the right call? You said it was COVID. You said it was the community. Why was that the right call to kill the game? The community wanted the game. Why killed it? Why did you kill it? They still need to answer that question. They haven't.
2: That's right, because that's why we are now in in a position where we can, as far as I know, you know, do these things around. You know, we going talk yeah. about. You know, we can bring this back now to a degree. To a degree. I mean, what I, degree.
1: Yeah, I, if I had my time over again. I would message it differently. Yes. I, was, I would make the same decision because it was the right decision. But I would not message it okay. the way that we did. Once again,
0: why was it the right decision? They keep like, you know, tiptoeing around this. Why was this the right decision to kill the game off? They like, how much money were you losing? What was the problem with the community? Because even though I would say it was slow, like events weren't selling as much. Um, but I think that was directly as a result of the company being so mute over everything. There was no excitement, no campaigns, no not a lot of models coming out. It was very dull time for Guild Ball when this got introduced. You could tell something was going on. And, yeah. Simple okay.
2: as that. So what are we doing?
1: We Well, look. Yeah, What are you As doing? you know, we've been working for pretty much um, most of this year on something pretty exciting. Um, one of the things that that has has been a, a growing technology and is now reaching a point where we think that the the quality the m- and the reliability is there is uh, the print on demand service uh, that's available um, in you know pretty much most most of the world. I think you can access. Yes, fully. Yeah. It's full yeah. 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 Um, so we uh, or I sat down with with Russ and. Uh, we had a look at the the Gilbal range of minis because there's a staggering amount of minis i've painted nearly all of them um and uh i, I will agree looking at them with again that reviewing them with russ uh <laughs> with a view to to putting them onto print on
0: demand i will agree with that that the um uh, sorry the amount of miniatures and the sculpts are really awesome. I do love the feel of the game. Everybody loves the feel of the game. Everybody loves those models. So I, I agree 100% with what he's saying. Like, people painted a lot of that uh, range. back
1: a lot of happy memories. And yeah, lots of good but memories. But a lot of understanding of what we know about how to make minis.
0: I got uh, good memories now, uh, when I sold my models. I was like, oh, back this is such a good we game. Were,
1: um, you know, We made some mistakes with
2: Miss ankle. Yeah. Th- th- th-
1: thinness of ankles, <laughs> especially they did uh, uh, contact points with bases. Yep. and Malifaux's pretty and rough and too sometimes, And things like that. So Russ and I, I mean, I say Russ and I, I'm appending myself to his hard work, um, have uh, gone through the entire range and re-engineered. Uh, we've touched every model, uh, mm. some more than others, but they are uh, robust so cool now looking. for a full print-on-demand Great availability, models. which isn't necessarily uh, a, a business-driven decision. It's actually my crew, um, something that we wanted to recognize, isn't it, that, that you see a lot of people who discover Guild Ball still or people who have already played Guild Ball lamenting the fact that they can't get hold of, uh, yeah. of miniatures. And I remember back um, during COVID when I was inter- you know interacting with the community and one of the things that kept coming across is the supply chain is just not there. We cannot get hold of these minis. This is why the game is dying and... Um, thinking about that in the time that's passed since then and understanding that messaging now and and recognising that actually print-on-demand will allow us to to put the minis in a place where people can access them if they want Mm -hmm. to, Um, making sure we do it at a, uh, certainly doing it at a price point that demonstrates that this isn't a business-driven decision, this is a love-driven decision. We want the range of minis to be available to people
0: who want them. So it sounds like they're talking about like print on demand, like they, you can buy these files to print off your guild and you can use that to, you know, play the game. You can build the Kickstarter, you can, or the kickoff, whatever box, the starter box. Um, I don't know how much I love that. Cause how many people, I know there's a lot of 3d printers out there and you can get a buddy or, or know a guy who knows a guy to print stuff off, but I don't have a 3d printer. So Yeah. That kind of sucks for me. I'd have to find a nerd. Um, yes.
1: um, and what we're hoping is is people will discover this game for the first time, and people who who, are, who did play it will rediscover it and maybe grab a few minis. And a lot of people
0: still have their Guild Ball the stuff. I, I'm willing to bet. Guild
2: Ball a place to, to continue. Or threw in the trash. Thing. You know which you, you know we do. It sits yeah, there. like a library, kind of, yeah. or an archive of some sort. So we, we, you know, we, it will always be on our site oh, now. Christ sounds a bit final. It does, yeah.
1: Something we like, we wanted to, like, just l- the community Lucky done emissary. great work, haven't they, actually, I, I, I went yeah, through the, GC, the rules. Yeah, they yeah. really
2: well. Man.
1: So I went through, like, all the changes that the community have made over the last couple of years with, with Jamie, um, quite forensically, we went through them all, and it's short, look, didn't agree with all of them, um, but thought about what was trying to be achieved and, and, and where the guys and girls were going with it and uh with Jamie's help we we've come up with what we think is uh, a really quintessential actually I use that in a different word so I'll use another word a a classic Classic. version of of the Gilbo engine that that represents fun balanced play Mm. um and and also the the models are you know and the individual characters are a really nice balance point as well so um we've we're gonna. We've been speaking with the community. We're gonna.
0: <laughs> Thanks for doing all the work for us, nerds. We're gonna to touch this up and we'll spit it back out to you so you can print the cards and we can make a little money off of it. That's kind of what I'm hearing.
1: Uh, or the committee, I should say, and we're gonna publish that set of rules, recognizing the hard work that they've done and the custodianship that they demonstrated uh, through the last sort of two or three years. So it's bad.
2: Probably well worth to call out Longshanks as well because I think the, the work oh, over God, there. Yeah. Longshanks the is great. To, to help us guide that and see that the committee has been. Really key to help make that kind of classic, like you say, a classic kind of point in in, yeah. the, in the rule set. So, and
1: it's really, it's it's cool to do because you know it's increasingly so, but certainly like last year, um, every show that I went to, I'd have at least a couple of dozen people come up to me and and genuinely say, "When you bring bringing Gilball back?" Mm. And, n- and not necessarily to poke fun or or no, to no. Uh, or to make a point, but actually genuinely, "Please, when are you bringing it back?" Yeah. And and being able to hint and hint and hint only goes so far and actually being able to talk about this is what we want to do and and, you know I don't mind sharing that what I hope will happen is is people will discover the game again and we've put some stuff in place that will help that happen and if people do
0: See I don't like that language I don't like hope we hope this is going to get people it's like if you're serious about bringing Guild Ball back I want to hear as a company we are devoting a large sum of money to get this game back out on the shelves like if you are honestly wanting this to be a thing again you speak by actions and that is money if you're a company we want and it's kind of like what you see games workshop doing with the old world they put money into it they made rule books they brought the square bases back. They put these boxes in ways you can buy them for the old world. That shows they're trying to reinvest energy and a, a love for that format that is now dead, that game that was dead with Warhammer Fantasy. You at SteamForge are saying, we're going to give you the tools. We're going to use the rules you made tweaked by us. And you can have it back. It's like, it never left for people that wanted to play it. I don't. And I'll talk more about that after they're done speaking. But yeah, not a great, not a great look.
1: Discover it and we start, you know, really getting a buzz. Then we're in, we're now in a great position to start actively supporting, you know, development on the product again. And and, and, well, I shouldn't say product is more of a, our baby really, um, helping it grow again but uh, it really comes back to sort of seeing how people want to interact with the game and but we're going to give it every chance we can so I think you come up with the idea <laughs> didn't you um, yeah so we
2: you know again with the advent of technology and how the the miniature realm as a whole has grown um, the ability to give away files and give away things give away printing has, has allowed us to think about our kickoff set kickoff set uh, for those that don't know is the the kind of the intro products that we made mm. for, for guild ball is incredibly successful how much time are you going to devote to a game if you're giving guild
0: away guild for free yeah. yeah. uh, i
2: think we we were one of the first to give away a rule set
1: right right back at the beginning which is amazing say,
2: yeah, yeah. We, we we give the rules for free and the cards for free at that time that was still you know even now still still is money. you got to pay it's for that stuff for a lot amazing. of games we're, be, we're proud of that and this for us is the next evolution that, that. brought me a steam to steam force not gonna lie introductory products and Yeah, you know so be able to give the kickoff set away so
0: that was actually something that was huge when i started playing guild ball and i found out the rules are free the cards are free everything's free except for the models pretty much i was like "Whew, this game company they just want you to play a baller game and and they're right it put them on the map it put a lot of people were like this is amazing this they just want you to play their game
2: which is the brewers and the mason team? So There's two teams. Two teams. Terrain from the kickoff set is in there as well, wh- from the that we made separately right. to the kickoff set. Nice. Um, tokens, uh, measuring stick, etc. It's, it's all in. It's all. It's all there, available on the STL, so you can download it. So and it's STLs and you can print at home. You can print at home. Brilliant. So completely free. Go on the website, you'll be able to click the button and, and yeah. download it and play. And and hopefully, you know, like uh, like, like you I said, go to their website. Know, I'm curious if this is true. Play that if you've never seen the game or not play it, you can you can sample it and try it, you know. There's, yeah. And have reducing those barriers to entry because fundamentally with Guild Ball, you know what we created back then we didn't realise, you know was, you know we felt we had a good game, but over time it really has become a, a great game and it's still regarded now as one of the best. Then systems. why it's did you
0: kill game.
2: it? Oh, was a great game. <laughs> it's it's regarded now as one of the. Well,
0: why did you kill? The game, if it was such a great game, why did you kill it? It's a simple question. Why? You know, if the game's really that great, why? Some people would say 40K, I would not be one of these people, is a great game. It's a fun game, not a great game. It's been around forever. They make money off of it. Like, that's what we need you to say is like, I don't need like this. Oh, it was such great. It was so great. You know, it's like if somebody dies and they, you know, you don't explain why they died. You don't explain cause of death. You don't explain, you know, where they went, what happened to this person. You're just like, oh, they were great, though. You know, okay, but how did they die? How can we prevent other people in games from dying? You know, it's it's just lack of reasoning.
2: One of the best skirmish kind of games in the market. And to you know to say that after ten years and what we achieved, then it it's a very you know it's very humbling yeah. for to us to hear that. And, and well, it's a
1: fun, I mean, it's it's a fun game. That's it is. It. It's it is. just a fun yeah. game, and it's fun to play. And is God you know, tier still a game? I don't play it nearly as often as I <laughs> I would like to. What's their main um, game now? What are they making their money off of? Usually, we're showing and and you know it oh, brings back a lot of fun. God bless reason. you, Sherwin. I love you. That's what I'm hoping is is hmm. um, I know and understand and uh, and and take responsibility for upsetting a a whole bunch of people and it does make me sad that that happened i'm hoping that they will take a look at this and uh you know forgive us for what we did i think like i say i still think it's the right decision but um we did not get the messaging right no so once once
0: again like i said as i minimize this i think um so they're going to just kind of gobbledygook this up so i'm not going to um I'm not going to sit here and keep messing with this, but looking at it, I will say that even though some people in the comments have said they don't think they're sincere, I wanted to be angry when I first watched this video. And I I think that there's still some questions out there. So, you know, I, I think there are serious things that it's like, okay, you you still aren't quite getting to the point that people, you're you're not giving us enough. You're not explaining the situation in yourself enough. You're kind of, you know, just giving these loose reasons and hoping that'll satisfy people. I do say though, even though, you know, my initial reaction is anger, I, I actually respect them coming out with this video. It's, this is, this was not an easy video to make when you, when you make content or you make something saying I screwed up and you have to own up to that. It It, it is something that is hard. You know, I, I have a teenager who does the wrong thing sometimes. And it's hard to teach that even a teenager to be like, you messed up. You need to turn around and go make up for this mistake. And granted, it's four years later. Good Lord, wh- where was this even two or three years ago? Uh, yeah, give it some time to breathe. But man, you waited almost half a decade to almost five years to bring this up. And I do think giving some grace here and saying like, it is big of you to, to admit faults here, even though you're not giving us the whole story, it is big of you to do that. And in in society, I feel like we need to be more graceful and accepting apologies, even though, you know, just because we somebody apologizes and we accept the apology doesn't mean that okay now I'm going to buy in like now I'm back in Guild Ball and it's you know 100% in that's not the thing. You you hear the apology and you give them the opportunity to show you that they are sorry through their actions so that they are changing and if they are going to make Guild Ball a thing again to use their actions to bring that back. I know a lot of people who would play Guild Ball, and are there's hope with this message. The apology is hope that they're going to change and maybe do something for the community. And the actions with the files and you know tweaking the rules a little bit and free kickoff you know box that you can print. Those are small steps to show that yes, we want to do something for the community. But you got to go a little further if you want to bring people, new people and old people, especially old people. I think if this isn't a product you can buy, how are you going to promote this to new people when you go to conventions? Like I see all these fancy boxes in the background. You can see there there are some Guild Ball stuff, probably probably some God tier. I can see all their board games. I can see their RPG models. You bring those to conventions. How are you going to market Guild Ball? How are you going to bring in new players are are you, you going to have them out there and you say here's a, here's the website you can go there to print these off? The rules are there, like what does that look like? And then I also don't like that though because I'm a big local game store guy. How, this doesn't benefit the game store at all. Like the game store needs to be there for us to play these games, at least at a at a good level. I can play at home, but that's not good. Uh, so what's the kickback for the stores on this? How How is the store going to support this? If I was a game store, why would I support Guild Ball if it's print-on-demand and I can't order stuff to sell to my customers? Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me either. So, yeah, I, I am accepting the apology. I'm not mad at Steam Forge. I've actually – that's something I know a lot of people on the podcast have um, – you know, we were built on being salty and a little edgy and, you know, F this, F that. I, I've I've come a long way after being podcasting for six, seven years, whatever it's been. And, you know, it, when somebody apologizes, you you accept the apology and let's kind of see where they go from that. You know, people mess up. Steamforge did mess up here. It cost them a lot too. Um, luckily they had all the IPs to replace that, but I'm sure they felt it because their name recognition probably wasn't very good for a lot of people. I haven't bought any of these board games because I didn't like what the company did. So we'll see where they go from this. I'm curious. I'm probably honestly, I'm probably not getting back into Guild Ball. Like I, I can respect the apology. Uh, there was a lot of people that got that had bad things happen to them when this uh, when this went down. A lot of wrong was done. Hopefully. The people that they individually hurt by their decisions. Hopefully, those people were reached out individually. Hopefully, before this, hopefully, sometime within the last three years, they were like reaching out to individuals that were seriously impacted by by these events. Whether it was getting fired from Steamforge or you know developers getting let go or you know content creators having a big impact over that. Uh, a lot of people got impacted, people buying minis. I know there was there was a lot of people that bought into Guild Ball, and, like, weeks later, it ended. What about those people who bought into your game and you just cut the game loose and no reason besides a poorly worded letter, to say the least? And, yeah, it's just so terribly handled. I hope... Game companies use Steamforge as an example of how to not operate uh, when you're thinking about letting a game loose or you're thinking about going in a different direction like they were. Because uh, that's what this was. They I think they saw the money and they went towards it. So Steamforged, I officially accept your apology. I wish you the best of luck. And I hope that Guild Ball becomes half the game it used to. It's never going to be the same because. There are way too many people that were burned by this, but I know there's enough people that love the game that if there was any kind of support that Steamforge started putting actual money into and they had actual developers working on this, I know the game would be played. It's too it was too good of a game. It is still the cleanest game. That I think I have ever played. It is the best game I think that I have ever played. Like they said, but my question goes back to why did you kill it? Why did you kill the game? Um, you pushed me away. I'm I'm playing Malifaux and loving it now. Uh, all my Guild Ball stuff sold. Got rid of it. I think I sold all of it for like 150 bucks. All of it. Didn't matter what I had. It was gone. So uh, unless you put some serious action and what you said right there with files and and all, this, all these rules that the committee came up with and you just kind of checked off and tweaked, those aren't serious actions to me. Those are starting actions. Those are showing a little faith, like good faith on your end. But until you put serious backing behind this game, I won't touch it. Like I'm not going to waste my time with it. It's a fine game, but I'm playing Malifaux. Uh, Even playing games like The Old World or Age of Sigmar are more interesting to me right now than going back to Guild Ball. Unless you do something serious, like investing in the community, I'm not even interested. Until I see boxes coming up on shelves again, or Kickstarters as you like to do, I'm not interested. Like Until there's real product, real smoke, real fire, a real movement for it, I think there is something where... they had like the world championship on vassal or something and they couldn't even fill it out like there's not a lot of it's it's a dead carcass that people are trying to keep alive and i think some people love it and they're gonna keep playing it but if steamforge is gonna try to resurrect this they're gonna have to do a lot more this isn't this isn't it but Good luck to you, Steamforge. I look forward to other news that comes out towards Guild Ball. I'm not touching any of your other games, though. So if Guild Ball becomes a thing, I might become interested in your company again. But that's, that's that. Hopefully you guys like this. This is the first reaction video I did to this. So we'll see uh, see what it looks like when, uh, when everything's said and done. But until next time, make sure you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables. We'll see you all later.